We're very thankful today to be joined by Mayor of DuCoin, Guy Alonji, here on WXAN and Will Stevens Show. Mayor, thanks so much for your time. Um, thank you for having me, Will. It's, a pl- it's always a pleasure. So we are visiting with you today to catch up on various issues regarding the city of DuCoin, and then we're also going to talk about your upcoming election bid, looking to be elected to a third term as mayor of DuCoin. But, of course, the first thing that's on my mind today is the fact that it seemed like it rained like uh, Noah's times overnight last night. How much rain did you get at your house? Well, we got about five and a half inches, and I followed on social media, and it looked like uh, across uh, Perry County was anywhere from three and a half to five and a half inches. So thank God my sump pump worked at home. Yeah, and I was thanking God that the, my two-year-old twin boys slept through it, because if they wake up <laughs> in the middle of the night, I've got extra problems to deal with. I understand. But anyway, uh, you know, everybody complains about the weather, but nobody does anything about it. That was one of my grandpa's favorite sayings. <laughs> Um, I understand. Hey, I want to ask you to begin with, recently uh, you were kind enough to let me use some of your offices there in DuCoin to meet with some officials from the state about something that I'm working on, and then at the same time you were meeting with them about issues regarding Highway 51, which is essentially a main thoroughfare into DuCoin. Uh, Update us on what's happening there. Well, you and I kind of met with the same as state officials, but only at different times. But, you know, uh, US 51 is a main thoroughfare through DuCoin. It, uh, you know, it connects with uh, Interstate 64. Um, it was, uh, you know, they redid it uh, with an overlay about four or five years ago. It was an inferior product, and it's been crumbling ever since. They've had to come back and make numerous, numerous repairs to it. Uh, the citizens, uh, you know, are up in arms about uh about the road itself uh, we have some infrastructure underneath that and basically it's a water line that goes right down the middle of it um, and we just don't think it's advantageous for the state right now to overlay that with all that infrastructure underneath and we're trying to get some state help to relocate those water lines and, and those sewer lines and those manhole covers and we want to expand 51 because it is a main thoroughfare through Ducoin. And, uh, you know, the bottom line is we, you know, we just think that it's throwing good money after bad from the state standpoint. If they would, uh, you know, if they would come in and, and completely grind that thing down and, and and relay it with all of our old infrastructure underneath. Because within six weeks, we're going to have a water main break and we're going to have to dig up 51 and then they're going to be back patching it up. So it really doesn't make sense, you know, to overlay it without moving all that infrastructure underneath. And we're trying to get the state to help us. Uh, you know, it's supposed to go in 2024. Uh, I would love to see it go in 2024. It may have to be delayed, uh, you know, at least a year in order for us to get the necessary state funding to move all those uh, uh, utilities underneath that road. But it's got to be done. But hopefully we can get this thing done and do it in 2024. Yeah, and of course, that road is the road that leads to the front doorstep of the Ducoin State Fairgrounds. And I've read news reports and seen things posted online of upgrades at the DuCoin Fair. I know the city isn't directly involved in those, but what can you update people about when it comes to the renovation at the DuCoin Fairgrounds? Well, I can tell you when they walk inside the grandstand itself uh, in the seating areas, uh, you know, that's going to have a totally no, new look. They have uh, upgraded their electrical system. They've tuck pointed the building. They put a new roof on. They've done some stage improvements. I think they've done some sound improvements. Uh, sometime next year, they're going to do some 
very necessary road work out there at the fairgrounds. I've got a good working relationship, you know, with Jerry and, and Josh out the fairgrounds. But, you know, the bottom line is it's state money. It's not city money. And, and you know, we try to help them partnership with them uh, whenever we can. But, uh, you know, they, this is infrastructure that they have to address themselves. And the roads in the Ducoin Fairground are state roads. And as you said, many of them have been in disrepair for a while. Is it your hope that they would come in and and do the same thing that you're talking about at 51 to mill out and literally resurface some of those well 90 percent of the roads inside the fairgrounds is oil and chip uh the main the main thoroughfare in into the fairgrounds and, and east and west a little bit in front of the mansions those, those are all asphalt but the majority of it is is oil and chip now they pr- pretty well lost a road just nor or just south of the coca-cola plant that's inside the fairgrounds they're going to have to grind that thing down and put new rock grade eight rock and, and oil and chip that but for the most part if they would just go in and grade the roads and oil and chip them i think they'd be in pretty good shape but again you know you're talking about state money probably over a million dollars uh but they've got to come up with the necessary funds to do that and invest in that property Mayor Guy Alonji is with us today. I also noticed recently that the uh, city of Ducoin is collaborating with some private residents to install a dog park. We are. Uh, we, we, you know, we tried to get that thing off the ground about two years, two or three years ago. We collected about $1,200 in private funds. Then COVID came. They kind of went to the wayside. We gave the money back to those people that had had uh, already donated to the uh, the uh, dog park. But Cindy and Chip Banks and Chip uh, own the uh, uh, Chevrolet dealership here in Ducoin. Uh, they called me one day and and they said, you know, we we'd like to see a dog park at Ducoin. What do you think it would cost? And I said, well, we estimate it would be twenty thousand dollars. And they said, well, okay. And I said, okay. And they said, yeah, we'll write you a check. So within about a week, we had a we had a check for twenty thousand dollars, and you know your father's uh, uh, chairman of our park board, and uh, Joe and I got together and sat down and came up with the plan. Went down to Murfreesboro, took a look at your park. We didn't really want to reinvent the wheel, uh, but now we've got twenty thousand dollars, and we've got a dog park that's coming up right now. It's all done with with private money, no taxpayer money. Uh, the only labor that we're going to have involved in is is the city putting in a water line for the fountains, for the dogs, and, and the sanitary stations. But uh, I would say that 99% of the money is going to be spent uh, out of the uh, funds that uh, Chip and Cindy Banks was gracious enough to give to the city of Ducoin. And, uh, you know, with that donation came naming rights, and, and the name of the park is going to be Serenity. I also noticed, talking about the park board, that there's some improvements going on at the municipal pool, and, of course, those improvements have been underway since you became mayor and there's a little bit of history to that yes there is back in uh back in 2015 when i became mayor i i I kept hearing about the problems with with the pool and um uh, the day after i was elected i met with the engineers and some architects and found out that there was half inch cracks in the bottom of the pool it was losing tens of thousands of gallons of of water a day a little back uh a little backstory to that my father was uh, was on the park board, uh, the original park board, when that grant was uh, given to the park board. A lot of people in Ducoin wanted to see that uh, pool built on the east side of town. We lived on the west side of town. We just got through tearing down the old West Park School. My dad said, I think that's a great location. And that's where it stood. 
So in 2016, we went out and got private money, uh, spent about $125,000. The swimming Indians uh, parents uh, helped us raise over $40,000. And then we came in with another $80,000 worth of private donations. We we put a uh, vinyl liner in and upgraded it. Now we have an Oslad grant uh, that we got from the state of Illinois for $390,000. And we are now going to put in new bass houses and uh, we are going to uh, renovate pup house. So hopefully that, uh, that uh, facility will be good for another 15 or 20 years. And, you know, my, my promise is to everybody, as long as I'm here as, as mayor, that pool is going to be taken care of because I consider that a legacy of my father. Guy Alonji is with us today. Any idea how many people use the Ducoin City Pool on an annual basis or during a particular season? You know, there's probably thousands of people that use it, uh, and, and not only from Ducoin. I mean, we got people from Elville, we got people from Dow, we got people from Tamaro, we got people from Christopher that come over, and they can get season passes if they want to, or they can get one day passes. Uh, people enjoy birthday parties. They enjoy just uh, kids' parties uh, during the day. Uh, you know, we have a full certified staff of of lifeguards there all the time. We got a pool manager. It's a it's a very very well well built and maintained facility. And you know, it would have been easy for the city just to walk away and fill that thing up in 2015. We think that's the cornerstone to our community. What other projects do you have coming up over the horizon, uh, Guy, that you and your city staff and council are managing and considering? Well, you know, we got the, the we got Highway 51. We're trying to we're trying to navigate through those waters, but uh, you know, we got a 4.2 million dollar grant for a new water tower, one of the biggest DEA grants ever awarded in Southern Illinois. We've got numerous other grants that's uh, that's that's in in the works right now that's been awarded. Uh, you know, we're going to try to uh, to align some some of our sewers. Um, we have applied for a half a million dollar grant for tourism. Hopefully we can get that. Uh, that's, uh, that's about a 20% match, but, uh, that would be used for concerts in the park. It would be used for expanding our holiday lights fair that's, that's here in, um, in December. So we're excited about that. So there are, of course, elections and you, you are seeking your third term. Uh, why exactly should voters reelect Guy Alonji? Well, I think if they go back and they look at the economic development, what we brought to the town and the grants, uh, we brought uh, uh, some new uh, events to Ducoin. My wife and I work uh, solidly with employees and with the groups that that uh, you know that, that, that want to help us with these uh, with these events. But you know, we've expanded the back to school party. We brought uh, the, the Christmas parade here. We've got truck or treat here. Um, you know, we've expanded the holiday lights fair. We do the fireworks on the 4th of July. And my wife and I work side by side, uh, you know, in, in every one of those events. And I think that, you know, if you look back through through past administrations, you know, we're the only husband and wife team that actually get in there and, and actually, you know, work side by side with, with, these, with these events and make sure that they happen. Is there any advice after eight years as mayor, that you would give yourself uh, if you could do it all over again? Boy, you know, that, you know, that's a tough question. Well, I, you know, I, I've kind of thought about that. I think, you know, every day that I walk in my office, I'm a full-time mayor and uh, yeah, I don't get full-time pay, but I'm full-time mayor. And I think that every day is just a learning process. And, you know, my wife, when I walk out the door, she says, what you got going on today? I said, I haven't made it to the office yet. 
And, you know, people complain about one thing or another, but, you know, I learned a long time ago that, that if you don't walk in that person's shoes, you have no idea, you know, what they're up against day to day. We've got 5,800 people I got, I got to try to keep happy in this town. And sometimes it's tough. Uh, but, you know, we've been very fortunate in Ducoin to where, uh, you know, we've got our police and fire pensions funded now at 90%. Uh, and I, you know, I tell people every day how thankful we are to have a full-time fire department and we have a full-time police department. And, you know, when there's a fire at their house, they want the firemen to respond. When there's something that happens at their house, they need the police to respond. They have to respond. And that's what people want. People want services. But what people need to realize is that the only source of income that a community has is the taxes that are generated within that community. And, uh, you know, you know, also the, the, uh, the, uh, water, the water and sewer revenue. So with all the challenges that you face, and I know what it's like because obviously my role as mayor in Murfreesboro is the issues of addiction and things that come from that. Is it infrastructure issues that is, is your biggest problem? What's the biggest challenge going to be for you uh, if you're reelected? Well, we're, I mean, we're just like any other small community in Southern Illinois. We have uh, we have aging infrastructure, and we have to we have to take care of that infrastructure, and it's costly to do that. I mean, you and I both know what it is, what would it cost to put a road in. You and I both know what it costs to put a water and sewer line in, uh, and and you know it, it's it's just tough to keep all those things maintained and try to, and try to keep taxes low. Nobody likes taxes. But the bottom line is, if you want services and you want your water to run, you want your you want your schools to flush, you know, people want those services. And in order to have those services, you have to have taxes. Yeah, that is the uh, honest assessment of it. Of course, sometimes when government doesn't uh, operate honestly, uh, those types of things can be neglected, and then you've got to catch it all up at once at some point down the road, and so. Well, you know, when we when we came in here in 2015, we had a financial crisis in the city. They couldn't hardly make payroll, and you know, we have we have now got a a, a, a nice fund balance. Uh, you know, we can meet our payroll. Uh, we're you know we're addressing our infrastructure problems. We're trying to address tourism. We're trying to address you know what goes on at the state fairgrounds. Uh, it's it's a juggling act every day, and 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 it's a job that where somebody needs to be here most of the time. I noticed the other day that there were some changes in the way that the Illinois State Police were organized, and there's always been a state police headquarters in DuCoin. Uh, I presume that that's going to continue to be there. Is that right? Yeah, they consolidated the uh, the different districts, but I I can't remember what district now we are. Instead of being District 13, we're some we're some other number on the line, but. Uh, you know, we've got a brand new facility here that was built about eight or ten years ago. So I don't think the state's going to abandon that. Mayor, what else would you like to pass along to uh, voters, uh, residents, uh, in the course of our conversation that I maybe wouldn't know to ask about? Well, you know, I mean, I, you know, I'm up for re-election, and and in in, in re-elections, there's always misinformation, and I hate misinformation. Uh, you know, I've always ran a, a, a city, uh, you know, openly. Uh, people have been able to. Uh, come to me and talk to me on a daily basis. My door is always open. Um, you know, people have to figure out, uh, you know, what's truth and what's misinformation. When there's misinformation put about put out about me or my administration or my commissioners, I'm going to correct it on social media. 
and you know, I've been very active on social media, as you know, and I have an act very active Facebook page. You know, I, you know, I celebrate people when they do good. Uh, you know, we, you know, we have residents that have been good leaders that pass away. You know, I call that out. Uh, you know, we take care of our sporting events and, and some of their great achievements. Um, and I think that I use social media to, to, to the citizens advantage. We only have a paper that uh, runs here once a week. And I think the people gravitate to my social media page for information. Mayor Guy Alonji, we thank you so much for your time. Appreciate it.